Time for Spotlight today on KRWC and our guests uh, for the program today, Aaron Bonert. Aaron is the high school band director at Dassel Coquito High School. And he joins us today to give us information about a, a big jazz fest that's coming up there in a couple of weeks. And Aaron, welcome to the program. Good morning to you. Oh, good morning, Tim. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself first. How long have you been at uh, Dassel Coquito? Uh, this is my third year uh, down in D.C. Before that, I was up in Little Fork, Big Falls, up by International Falls for nine years. Oh, sure. Okay. So this was the uh, comeback home job. Okay. So. All right. So you're from around here originally? Yes. My wife and I grew up in Glencoe. Oh, sure. All right. Well, we uh, are happy to have you on the program today. We're going to talk about an interesting uh, festival that's coming up. Uh, it's the first annual D.C. Jazz Fest that's uh, going to be coming up on Saturday, uh, the 14th of May. First of all, tell us a little bit about how the uh, whole idea of this uh, got going. Yeah. Um, in addition to my job uh, with the band, I actually am the middle school band director here, but I get to work with the middle school and high school jazz bands. And I've got a pretty good jazz band and the kids have been working super hard and back in the fall they had made a comment that you know we work so hard and then we go to a concert and we play three songs is there anything we can do this extra to kind of give us something to work towards and I thought well sure I can bring these guys to a jazz festival and started looking around and a lot of them still weren't up and running uh, they had shut down during COVID and still weren't back up and I go Let's just have our own. So kind of in December, I started planning, got a couple of clinicians lined up, and and here we are, week before the gig. Pretty good. Uh, these uh, types of festivals, I know, um, you know, dating myself here, but, uh, you know, back in, in my day in high school, they were pretty common and uh, pretty regular, and I think they've kind of carried on over the years, but uh, first time that Dassel Coquito has hosted one. Tell us about the level of interest uh, in uh, the stage band or jazz band uh, these days uh, in schools around uh, in D.C. and around the area. Uh, I think jazz is, is going pretty strong in our area. I know here at D.C. I've got, I've got more kids in jazz band than I know what to do with sometimes. Uh, we've got over 30 kids in the high school jazz band, and I've got over 20 in the middle school. So it's a good problem to have instead of wondering, geez, what am I going to do? I only have one trumpet player. I have the, boy, what am I going to do now? I've got five percussionists <laughs> and they're all, all state level players. Wow. So kind of a neat, unique problem. And at what age you say uh, middle schoolers are uh, involved to tell us about the grade levels here for your jazz bands. Yeah. The high school jazz band is open to kids grades nine through 12. And the middle school jazz band officially is for grades 7 and 8, but I invited a bunch of my 6th graders and a couple 5th graders this year that have really put in a lot of extra time and are needing something extra to do. And so, and they're holding their own and having a great time. Great. That's that's great to hear. Tell us a little bit about uh, the, the instruments involved in each of these groups. Um, I'll just let you go ahead and, and talk about the different uh, types of uh, musicians that you have? Sure. Um, a standard jazz band 
has saxophones, trombones, trumpets, uh, guitar, bass guitar, piano, and a drum set. But I have not, I have not turned any kid away. I've got a fifth grade clarinet player who's wailing away in the middle school jazz band. Uh, I had a French horn player for part of the year. Kind of the attitude I've taken is if a kid wants to play, I will either find music for them or rewrite it in the right key for them. Anyone who wants to play jazz, doors are open. That's so great. Yeah, we're, we're a little unique in that respect, I think. Fantastic. Now, um, talk about um, different music that's out there for high school jazz bands these days. What What does it consist of? Is it kind of contemporary stuff, or are you going back to... Um, you know, the most classic of jazz or fusion or in between or, or anything and everything? Well, pretty much everything's fair game. Uh, this concert on May 14th, we will have standards that people will know. We're going to have C-Jam Blues, the Duke Ellington tune, and we're going to kind of cover all the main different genres of jazz. We'll have big band and swing. We'll have some kind of Latin feel, a samba. Uh, we'll have some more modernish uh, 70s and 80s rock tunes, all the way up to the middle school jazz bands playing a piece called Grabbing Some Air, which was just written in the last few years by Dean Sorensen, who's actually a Minnesota composer. So, yeah, everything from Duke Ellington to today is fair game. It's interesting to me that um, jazz music in general is kind of uh, one of those genres that um, has has been doing a little ebbing and flowing in popularity over the years, but it's it's never gone away. And as you say, it's it might be on the upswing again. Right. Yeah, I think especially in this area, there's jazz bands that are doing some really really neat stuff. Uh, the last three years, I've been able to hear. Glencoe and Hutchinson, and I know Buffalo. I know you guys have a great jazz program. I just haven't made it to one of your concerts yet. But, yeah, jazz in this area is pretty strong. So, All right, so the uh, Jazz Fest now uh, that's coming up on May the 14th, talk a little bit about, um, I know you're going to have some special guests, and you mentioned uh, clinicians. Uh, what's their role going to be? And uh, I think that if I remember correctly, they're going to have uh, maybe some activities for some of the uh, students prior to the concert itself. Yeah, we're actually going to have uh, clinics and master classes starting as early as 8.30 that morning. Um, it's going to be the DCR2 jazz bands will be there. Uh, Piers Healy is bringing down their high school jazz band, and the director and Becker is working on getting a full band to come out. So uh, the bands will be here. They'll have a chance to work with uh, Michael Kane, is a jazz piano player out at the McPhail Center for Music in the Twin Cities. He's going to be here, and he's going to spend about an hour with each of the groups talking about improvisation and how jazz music is more conversational than maybe concert band music is. There's a lot of call and answer or, you know, when an instrument gets to solo improv for a while. He's going to talk about kind of how to do that and how to make it sound comfortable. Um, and then Scott Gidry is going to be here. He is the band director at Bemidji State University and a retired Air Force band director. 
he's going to be down here and he's going to work with each of the bands, clinic them. Uh, every band will have about 30 minutes with Scott and he'll listen to them and critique them and give them some pointers and, and work with everybody. And Joel Poland is the high school band director at Pierce Healy. He was also this year named one of Yamaha Music's top 40 under 40 music educators in the country. So he's going to be here and work with some of the groups. And so in the morning, it's going to be all the groups kind of doing their thing, going to different clinicians, playing some of the music they have prepared and working together to get better. Um, then in the afternoon, there's a local band from Kokato called Close Call. They're going to put on a little presentation. Uh, it's mostly students and a couple dads, and they're going to put together a little presentation on maybe you want to have your own jazz combo. Here's how we did it without breaking the bank buying buying jazz tunes. Here's where you can find find music and how do you read a lead sheet and how do you put your rehearsals together and get gigs. And I think I think the kids are going to really enjoy that. Close Call does a wonderful job. And unlike most jazz combos, they have two violin players. So that'll be neat. Neat for everyone to hear. Um, and then, then we'll kind of have some downtime to get the stage reset and do some sound checks and then big concert at 6. Featuring the uh, jazz bands uh, and group decision as well? Yeah. Yep. Um, when I'm not... When I'm not teaching, uh, I get to play in this really fun jazz group called Group Decision. And I invited the band to come down and play, and they're going to share the concert with the school jazz bands. So should be kind of fun. Yeah, should be great. Um, let's talk a little bit more about the um, the clinics and things like that. And uh, it, it's, it's always interesting to, um, to hear how uh, musicians who are, are guiding students kind of translate the um, the whole improvisation thing because it's kind of a, a little bit of a language all its own in that you have to kind of have, instead of just, you know, every note written out, it's kind of a feel thing, isn't it? Right. Yeah. When you have an improv section, the composer doesn't have notes written for you saying, play this. They have chord symbols and say, well, anything in this chord would sound good. Have at it. And I don't know, some of us probably think too hard about it and we get bogged down in, in chord tones and what, what is acceptable and what should be a moving note and what can I focus on. And I think what's going to be great is this Michael Caine is going to, he's not going to get the kids all bogged down in, well, should you be playing a blues scale, a major scale, a mixolydian scale? He's going to say, how can we make this sound like a conversation? And he's going to make it a little more freeing and open things up for kids to make it more accessible, I think. So it's, that'll it's, be kind of fun. Yeah, and it's always exciting. I'm sure uh, you've seen it multiple times as a director, but it's always exciting when the light bulb goes off for a, for a young musician that all of a sudden uh, kind of gets it and it's like, huh, I can kind of do this. This is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, we actually, our middle school jazz band rehearsed this morning before school, and uh, we have a solo section in one of the songs. I'm like, anybody want to try one that's never had one? You don't have to play it at the concert. Let's just try it today. And I had two boys raise their hand. They wanted to try, and 
it was fun watching the smiles on their face after they were done with their solo. Yeah, I did it. That was kind of cool. <laughs> and that was, that was really rewarding. Fun to see that. The first annual DC Jazz Fest is coming up uh, May the 14th uh, at the Performing Arts Center there at the uh, Dassel Coquito High School at 6 p.m. I asked uh, Aaron uh, prior to us going on the air, where tickets available? And you said, well, uh, there aren't any tickets. You just come one, come all. Yeah. Yeah. No tickets, no need to call ahead, make reservations, just show up. Concert starts at 6 and. If you like what you hear and want it to happen again next year, there'll be a free will offering at the end of the concert. Is that kind of the hope that um, that maybe this can, you know, there's when you when you try to get an annual event going, there's always got to be a first one. But are you kind of laying the groundwork uh, for something that maybe will take off and and be one of the the uh, festivals that's kind of looked forward to and and uh, get other schools involved too? Yeah, yeah. I'm really hoping this is not a, a one-and-done festival. I hope we can make this an annual event, and I think the school and administration, they're on board. Um, any opportunities for our kids, they're in favor of, and they're taking a chance and letting me do this, and hopefully it's a, a big success, and it's the first of many awesome jazz festivals to come to D.C. About how long do you expect the uh, evening to be, starting at 6 and going until what time? Uh, I imagine the concert will be about an hour and a half. Okay. That so should, should not, be fun. not too terribly long. Yeah. Time to for each group to stretch out a little bit and, and kind of show things, uh, show their stuff. And I suppose a little bit of transition in between each group, but uh, um, pretty pretty uh, moving along type pace for all of them. Right. Now, yep. uh, my kids will be there and I want them to get to bed at a reasonable time. So we're not <laughs> going to be dragging this out till 10 o'clock. Yeah. I'm not going to stand up there and tell too many stories. Sure. We'll kind of keep things moving and keep the audience involved and engaged. And do you have be a uh, fun evening for your own part or your, your own musicians? Do you have, uh, you, you kind of described that, uh, the uh, the evening's music is sort of all over the place a little bit, but do you have uh, more ballad type things as well as the you know more quick paced uh, jazz charts, or is it uh, kind of kind of up tempo most of it? We do have some very pretty uh, ballad tunes. The high school jazz band is going to play a song called "Willow Weep for Me." Uh, it's going to feature Matthew Mendiola on alto saxophone. It's a real Real nice, slow-flowing tune. Um, Cry Me a River. We have a student, Heather Gotts, who's going to sing Cry Me a River. It's a real heart-wrenching love song. Um, I actually have three high school girls who are going to sing Don't Sit Under the Apple Tree, uh, which was a song made made popular by the Andrews sisters. So kind of up-tempo and fun, but not a loud, driving rock piece. And then uh, Group Decisions got a couple real nice ballad pieces, too. Ain't No Sunshine, Point Sienna, uh, some real fun, beautiful ballad-type pieces. So it won't all be loud blasting in your face. We'll, we'll dial it back for a few tunes. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a, a well-balanced evening of, uh, of fun. And then, of course, uh, through the whole day that day, uh, the... Uh, special clinics and tell us again about uh, the clinics uh, as i understand it are open not only to students but also 
uh, other musicians that want to attend too. Am I right in that? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's certainly no reason other people couldn't come in, sit in on stuff. Um, so like Michael Kane from the McPhail Center, I don't think, you know, random guy off the street can walk in, sit down and expect an hour long class with him. But if people want to come in and listen to what he has to say, watch him work with the jazz band, uh, that'd be wonderful. Um, we're hoping to have, hoping to have an oboe teacher here. Um, and, uh, people wanted to schedule a lesson with her. Uh, she would love to do that. It's kind of outside the realm of jazz music, but, uh, she's hoping to be here. Uh, so we can schedule oboe lessons. And I have a singer, Ashley Sands, coming down from Fergus Falls. She's going to work with our high school vocalists and sing with us at the concert. And she'd be open to kind of helping people out, too, that wanted to learn how to sing in a jazz style, which is a little different than singing in a choir. So, yeah, people can certainly stop in and take any of that in, or if they contact me ahead of time, I can get them a lesson with these people. Yeah. Why don't you uh, give us a contact point then uh, on how somebody, if they have interest in this or just questions, where would they get a hold of you at? Uh, probably the best way would be through my school email, uh, which I, is A-R-O-N dot B-O-H-N-E-R-T, so my name, Aaron dot Bonert, and that's at D-C dot K-12 dot M-N dot U-S. Very good. And this is uh, set up again for May the 14th, so a week from Saturday at the Dassel Coquito High School Performing Arts Center beginning at 6 p.m., the D.C. Middle and High School Jazz Bands and a couple of other high school groups from the area, plus group decision and special guests as well, all at the first annual D.C. Jazz Fest. Well, uh, Aaron, pleasure to talk to you today. Thanks for taking this on, and I hope it's successful enough that uh, next year at this time we're talking about it again. Yes, I hope so. All right. Best Thank of, you very much. Yeah, best of luck to you. Continued success. Thanks a lot for being with us. Aaron Bonert, D.C., uh, I think he said uh, middle school band director, but also works with the jazz groups at the, uh, at the high school level as well. And again, the first annual D.C. Jazz Fest, a showcase concert featuring D.C. middle and high school jazz bands, with special guests Scott Guidry and Ashley Sands and others throughout the day giving clinics and, and uh, various uh, kind of group lessons. And then uh, the evening concert with the uh, high school bands and group decision as well. Beginning around 6 o'clock Saturday, May 14th, free admission, just a free will offering at the D.C. Performing Arts Center. That'll wrap up today's Spotlight here on KRWC.